1: You subscribed, but are you a channel
2: member? You probably should be. You get extra additional content, Madden gameplays, you get early access to tons of different videos, as well as, as uh, as well as, what, what do we call those things again? Oh, that's right, live membership only live streams. That's right, only for members, only for you. You get all of our time and uh, not just football, Ant.
0: Yeah, lots of other stuff as well. So go ahead and click the join button right now and join the 49ers Cutback crew.
2: Get some cool emojis also.
0: Oh, yeah, that as well. The San Francisco 49ers select It is time for War Room. Uh, this is gonna be absolutely exciting. I can't wait. Chapman is here, Aponte's here. Wow, this is gonna be crazy.
2: This is gonna be absolutely insane. And and chat, look, at at the end of the day here, you guys are gonna get a little bit of a say here on what's going on. So, how this is gonna work is you guys are gonna be voting down right now in the comment section, uh in the live chat feature. You're gonna be voting for which of the gentlemen you want to see start off and start off. As the general manager for this episode every round they will flip gm will have final say on who the pick is and each of us myself yourself aponte and chapman all of us are going to be making a pitch for a guy we want to see uh for the 49ers draft at that spot in, in whatever round wherever we're at uh, in this thing so hey this is going to be a lot of fun but ant uh before we can get too far into this we got we got to introduce the cutback yeah. the guys they got they got to know what's going yeah. on here and gentlemen. Welcome. It's it's absolutely incredible to have you both on. Uh, Miss, Mr. Chapman, let everyone know what's up, where they can find you, and uh, why. Why you should be the GM of all people.
1: Um, well, one, um, I, I believe I am the the John Lynch to Jay's Kyle Shanahan. So I, I want to ride – like I feel like he was the one that got asked on first, and he brought me on. That's how I want to see it, right? Uh, but anyway, I want to say, thank you guys. I love what y'all are doing, which are, y'all are killing it right now. Uh, listening to you guys nonstop. I feel like, which is a great thing. Um, so want to say, thanks for letting us come on. I'm 49ers rush podcast eh, wherever you listen and or watch YouTube, whatever. That's where you can find us. And, uh, this is going to be fun. Hopefully we argue a little bit. It ruffle some feathers. Uh, it's going to be a good time
2: absolutely and, and mr aponte my guys first time we're getting to have you on the channel absolutely stoked and excited to have you here uh, let everyone know where they can find you and also you know make the case why should it be you why should the cutback crew go with you to start
3: Appreciate you guys, and this is always a big thing for anybody to ever ask my opinion on anything, let alone something as important as what the 49ers are having to do right now. At the same time, while John said that I'm the Kyle Shanahan to John Lynch, I might uh, make the move that he's the Kyle Shanahan to my Jed York. Maybe sometimes I want to get away from those things, and I want to make sure that I line things up the right way and just make sure that I put it in the hands of better guys. No, look, um, it's all about team needs, all those things, and we'll talk about all those things as well. But you can follow me on Twitter, at Jason Aponte 2103 on YouTube, Jason Aponte and uh, the Sprint Ride Option podcast with the amazing, brilliant, underrated Andrew Pasquini um, anywhere to get your audio podcast.
0: Yeah, and I just want you both to know I'm about to be the Adam Peters. I'm about to slam this table
2: <laughs> over and over until I get my Andre Thomas. I want my guys. Well, hey there. Hey, you know what? Uh, that, that leaves me as the odd man out and yeah. I'm A-OK with that. I'll be the dark horse. It's it's fine. Uh, look, we're excited about this. Absolutely stoked to have you both on it and be doing this and chat is absolutely lit right now. The votes are going insane. We're going to give you guys about 30 more seconds to make those final votes and put those final things in. Uh, But gentlemen, I guess, I guess the thing I should start with for both of you is uh, for both John and Jason here, what do you think is the biggest need going going into this draft for the San Francisco 49ers? John, we'll start with you.
1: I want to say make Trey Lance comfortable, right? Like, if you want to throw a position out there, that's fine. Interior offensive line, whether you want to go depth at wide receiver, like, that's what I care about more than anything. Uh, Most years, you probably look at how can you make the whole team better, and I think that's a great question, and free agents-wise, they did that. Right now, I don't care about anything else. Trey Lance needs to be comfortable. That's
2: what I want Absolutely, and 49ers, George. You, 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 you're a psycho. You're a psychopath with a $100 super chat, my guy. I'm pumped. Too many legends on the show. Straight Jack, Let's get it. And you know what? Let's George get to it. He is. Yeah, let's he get is. to it with Jason here. Jason, what do you think the biggest need is?
3: And, I mean, I think it's an interior offensive line. Like, John alluded to it a little bit, and he just made the move. But when you look at the actual, you know, what you know is what's going into this, into this team as a solid, it's, it's left tackle. We think... Alex Mack is coming back. We don't know that Aaron Banks will be as good as he is, even though he's sliding into his natural position. Daniel Brunskill has a chance to come back. Do we even know if Mike McGlinchey is going to be ready to go, no matter what John Lynch side steps on any question that I asked him on the combine? So we are going to find out. Like, I think that obviously the way this team builds is within the trenches on the defensive side and on the offensive line side. So I think offensive line is going to be your biggest need because you have your defensive line largely intact and you can still make moves to improve those on the same way. but. You already have that intact. The offensive line needs a little bit more.
0: I have a question for you. At pick sixty-one, is offensive line a target? Because you wonder if there's enough value for the offensive line at sixty-one, or is that more of a ninety-three or a one hundred and five? You know, what's your guys feeling on offensive line at sixty-one? Because I've been kind of feeling that they need to go impact player. Well, that's an impact edge rusher that's going to you know get after the quarterback or a big time receiver that can help the quarterback. But I do want to know what your guys' opinions are because uh, I think 61 is kind of an interesting place to pick.
1: They they went there even higher last year, right? Um, I mean, yes, they <laughs> fell back in True. the second round, but they still went into your offensive line and then sat them, red shirt them, uh, which hey, I'm, I'm making a shirt right now that says, I got drafted by the 49ers and all I got was this red shirt from Kyle. Um, <laughs> like, th- that's like why
2: well it's played. what he does.
1: But yeah, 100% you can go there. And it would not be bad. There are some targets there, which, depending on the mock draft simulator we use, guys like Dylan Parham, I don't want to get into too many names right now, that, oh man, just get me excited. Get me
3: really excited. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah, and I think that um edge was the first thing that I walked away from when we were scouting at the at the senior bowl. You looked at a bunch of some of those edge guys that like there's some of the best in the world right now at this point, And uh, that was where I would walk away with somebody. But at this point, I think the 49ers will play best pa- player available because they do have needs outside of just edge. They can use a strong safety, they can use interior all line. So I think it's it's how the board lays. And I think that the 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 beautiful part about the evaluation process that we all have is for one month, we have it set a certain way. When things start to fall a different way, you start to find out that other teams are interested in other things, and that's what I think what makes this so interesting, because there will be guys that fall, and not because they're not good players, but because teams are addressing their needs other than that, so I think the 49ers will play best player available, but I do think that they have in mind edge rusher, which is something that they prioritize the entire time um, during this regime, which uh, which is John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. I
2: like it i like it a lot and i think yeah. both 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 things are spot on and i can see that happening as well but uh you know what enough talk enough talk up my okay. crew has voted john chapman you will be starting uh, off as i didn't want GM. 61 dang
1: that's why uh, you get 61
2: <laughs> you get it my guy it's all you right all now john, right. john all pressure right. I'm gonna is make on
1: everybody mad you're never going to invite me on this show again i'll show
2: you <laughs> uh hey listen we got an interesting one here we're going to use pfn uh mostly because it was easy for the overlay graphic for myself. But besides go. that uh, it's, it is what it is, right? We're going to feel guys are not valued or not ranked in any places on, on any of these mock draft board sites. So again, it's all about making the pitch. It's all about stating the reasons why we're going to get into this, John, you're going to be the gentleman that's going to be on the clock officially for this. We're going to let this it. thing roll. We're going to see who is available. Uh, and as you can see, you can see some of the guys coming off the board right now. Aiden Hutchinson went one KB on went two. Uh, we just saw Tyler Lindenbaum Who go seven. Who went six?
1: Who went six? That's uh, what's important. Six was
2: Evan Neal. Neal. Evan Neal.
1: Just saying. Evan just Neal. saying. Just saying. Panthers.
2: Uh, hey, Zion no Johnson off The now. board there at seventeen. That's true. They <laughs> didn't have one. They is, didn't have much. John. And there was a the trade, trade up. There was a trade up from
3: Malik Willis. Yeah, that dude. There easy. was a
2: trade up from Malik Willis. So I'll pause that real quick. Uh, Malik Willis was. The Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Ooh, Seahawks, they're trading. Up I three. hope
1: and pray that is the case. It's either that or Baker, <laughs> and I'd be very happy with that. I wait, like wait, Malik, wait, Malik. John, Willis. you don't like you don't like Malik? I do. I just don't think that he could fill in behind that terrible offensive line. If Russell Wilson Fair. couldn't be a playoff team, Malik Willis sure as hell can't his first year. I just think I like Malik Willis a lot. He's my first quarterback. He's going top five. I firmly believe that, and he should. But you put him on a bad team, I just. He needs time and he needs to develop and I don't think he can do that
3: with that depth. I just don't see it. John, did you get the memo? When you get selected a third, you have to sit a year. Oh, that's I don't I don't think I don't I don't think true. I don't think Malik I don't think Malik Willis is gonna start. I think you're gonna get Drew Locke and you'll be fine with that. Let him take the bumps and bruises because he's the guy who has been in the league. So but there you go. There you go. There you okay, go.
2: So, gentlemen, we do have a trade offer. We do have a trade offer. Are we allowed to Bro- do
1: trades? Is that okay? I mean, I'm not gonna it, make it, it crazy.
2: It's it I mean, you're the GM at the end of the day right All now. Right. You're gonna get a final say on it. So I'm just gonna let you know what the trade is, and then we can look at best available players. So the trade is pick sixty one for San Francisco. Denver Broncos moving up three spots from sixty four, and they're giving up pick two thirty two. So that's what the trade offer is. That's what they're giving. That's what they're offering <laughs> to San Francisco. It's absolute doing? hot garbage, I'm aware. It's it's not a, great, not a great, not a great trade. Two thirty
1: two. Come on, man. Two
2: thirty two. Here is best available (laughs) on the board. Here, here is best available. Jason's about to lose his mind. He is.
3: available. What are we doing here? Oh, dude. All right. All right. What are we? What
1: are we? What are are we doing here? All right. All right. This is going to be all right. So here's the deal, and this is. Let me say this. This is the problem and the benefit of doing all these mock draft simulations. Because guess what? Stuff happens. Creed Humphrey fell to pick sixty-one. Never should have. Never should have lasted he's incredible anyway, you can go down the list. DK Metcalf fell. All these guys fall. So that will happen. Having said that, you don't like to plan for these situations. And I understand most of the listeners right now, I can't see your chat, but I guarantee you everybody's talking about Christian Watson. That's a beautiful thing. If he's there at 61, what did I say? Make Trey Lance comfortable. Having said that, I'm telling you right now, I'm not taking Christian Watson. I'm not taking them because I don't think that's a realistic approach. And whenever we get to our draft and we do make a pick at 61, yes, I say we, when I talk to 49ers, I spend a lot of time talking about them. Um, Everybody's going to be pissed off because you didn't get Christian Watson or Samson, uh, I'm sorry, not Samson, uh, Epiketti, who's incredible. So I'm going to be, I'm I'm going to be a little harsh here. Uh, Y'all can be pissed off at me all you want. Uh, that's okay. I I don't think those two are reasonable options at this point. If they're there, if they are there, I would be very happy. I I would love to pair Christian Watson. Uh, Jason, do you agree with me? No, I
3: would, but not a 61. A 61, if katie's there, then I think it's a slam dunk because yeah. he immediately rolls right into the role. And, and, and this is impossible. It's impossible, guys. Again, 61 would have been very much in play once we got out of the Senior Bowl. But when you start to like break down the film and, and a bunch of people got a chance to look at him at the Senior Bowl, his stock rose the entire time. Same thing with Christian Watson. I don't think there was a bigger riser aside from – maybe like a Calvin Austin, guys who have like really raised their stock in other ways. Christian Watson was the guy that everybody walked away trying to speak about. Now, when you look at 49ers fans, what are they going to say? It's obvious that it needs to be Christian right. Watson. At 61, I still, if Christian Watson and Katie were on the board, I would still take Katie based on the way that this team drafts and the way that they build their roster. I think katie is too easy to pass up or too hard to pass up in terms of, pass rush falls right into that d forward lane yes he has concerns in the run defensive uh portion of his game but d forward couldn't stop the run either that's not why he was brought there Katie becomes that edge rusher that nick Bosa has been needing that will be consistent on obvious passing downs and third downs yep i like yeah i agree with it. you right, big time with ed Katie. These... yeah go ahead, I'm go sorry. ahead john i would just saying, say i agree yeah
0: I mean, the other thing to look at when you're talking about edge rusher is you have a bunch of edge rushers right now for the 40 years that are on the last year of their contract. Um, so they are going to have to improve for the future. So they will address edge rusher at some point, but it has to be early, I think, because if you get someone late, they might not be able to make this roster with the current rotation, not to mention they have another guy coming in for you know a workout, potentially a lot of potential there as well. So edge rusher early is the only time it makes sense because I don't think you get a developmental guy you're not going to really stash this guy are you going to redshirt him on potentially on your practice squad
1: i i so a couple things and i'm with you and like if, if you look at the nfl and the starters across the nfl at the edge position all first second round picks almost all of them so if you want a quality tier edge guy you do have to go early but if i'm the general manager if katie's there, sure. I, I'm willing right. to to 100% make that. And I understand he's on the board here, but come right. on, man. I believe in miracles. I'm not feeling it right now. <laughs> so I want to give the listeners a very realistic approach to what this mock draft could be like. So I can't discount everybody that is there. So here's the thought process going through my head. How do I help Trey Lance? First and foremost, I want to look at wide receivers and I want to look at interior offensive linemen. Those are the first two. Not saying I won't draft other outside of that position, not at all. Uh, slot corner is very high on the need for me personally. Um, I, I think I see the slot corner as a defensive starter that plays 70% of the snaps in the NFL, and I also see it as where we've been burned in the playoffs with that slot fade. I want somebody that can guard that. So those are kind of the three positions that come to mind for me first. Uh, Jason, uh, as the owner of the 49ers in this situation, am I correct? (laughs) Am I allowed to look at those three?
3: As the owner of the 49ers, I don't make statements that are stupid or anything like that in any way. And I allow the guys who are smarter than I to make the correct oh, decisions. Cow. And I don't make comparisons to Joe Montana and Steve Young and Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo as the 49ers owner. Okay, just, you know. So Jason you was going to, to go into politics, and that's all I'm saying. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, maybe. I go. just got to cut the beard if I want to yeah. do that. Can,
0: can I get some drunk tweets out of you? Uh, that's Ooh, that's me? what we really need to know.
3: Yeah, yeah oh. you know, as
0: the owner of the 49ers. We need drunk oh,
3: I mean, oh, listen, just get us to Vegas and we'll make it happen. Like, I promise hey, you. It's not going to be hard to do that.
2: So, hey, look, so look, though, you guys make some good points there. Going interior offensive line, I get it. Going wide receiver, too, I get it as well. You know, it, it does help Trey Lance. But this team has also been built identity-wise around the defense. And while, yeah, going edge would be nice and important and, and help stabilize some things, we do kind of have a glaring hole right now at safety. And you got a guy like Jalen Petrie sitting here on the board at 59. That makes sense. It really does make sense It turns out a guy who can plug and play. is going to come in there and be able to compete day one off the get-go at that safety spot. Um, there is a glaring hole there. And the, and the defense and the secondary and the rotation, guys been able to flow up into the box. There are some guys later that I, that I truly do like. But if we're thinking about plugging holes and making sure we got a team here that is solid around Trey Lance, defensively, we need to make sure we also have that secondary shirt up. Uh, making sure that defense isn't giving up a lot of points. Let's keep the pressure off the young guy early. Like, we all know the upsides there, right? We, we got the potential, and we do have some weapons around him already. We think the offense could take an uptick with a guy like Trey, but can we make sure too defensively maybe we're not giving up a yeah. bunch of points, not put a pr- bunch of pressure on the young sec- second-year quarterback.
3: Can and you're see... not going to find a bigger – oh, I'm sorry,
1: John. No, I was just going to say, can you put the wide receivers that are up that are available Absolutely. up there? Uh, I'm just curious. Sorry, go ahead, Jason.
3: No, I just uh, – you're not going to find a bigger Jalen Petrie fan than I am. In, in terms of what he does, I've, I, you know, 18 tackles for loss. You're talking about a guy who's the star player can play down in the, and he's literally Jimmy Ward. And you can flip those guys as, as you know, free safety and strong safety. There is no real designation for those guys. Those guys float around, they do whatever they want, but I'm telling you what I think from the 49ers point of view, and maybe I don't even really agree with this. And we're just talking about where we are on the board right now. They believe that they have enough with Tarverius Moore, Odom, like, I, I think that the Odom move is, is a little bit more than special teams than people want to believe because of the money that was allocated to this man. Okay, so he's played strong safety. You and have Tarverius. Tape. Right. And the tape. Right. Like, you have Tarverius more. You have you have uh, Odom, right? But katie kind of just lends itself to the philosophy that this team has kind of had in terms of, well, maybe you're a little bit soft in a certain spot in the secondary, but guess what? Quarterbacks can't throw the ball uh, when they're on their back. And that's what Katie would bring for, you know, Nick Bosa. And, and when you line up Kinlaw and Armstead, you're talking about this is your, your turbo pack or whatever it is, your third down, your obvious passing situation thing. It's Ebicady is he, he's got his concerns in the run defense. But at the same time, when you put pressure on the quarterback, your secondary doesn't have to really cover. And this 49ers team, this regime, has largely addressed the position later on. They've never really looked at cornerback and other places yeah. in the secondary as much as they have in the trenches. So I'm just trying to put myself in the in the thought process of what's going on in that room. And when you're looking at, like, getting pressure, Katie right now, for me, is the move. Just, just for me, in terms of the way that the 49ers have moved in the, in this entire regime.
1: Asante Samuel Jr. was on the board when the 49ers were playing. 100%. Year,
3: and they said,
1: oh, let's trade back.
3: 100%. And that's my thing, is – You know, look, they they are obviously on the side of pressure over coverage right now, and and that's what it is. They can identify coverage guys later on that will be fine, but they're not looking for, like, a straight-up lockdown guy. I think they feel like they've got it with Charavis Ward. I I can't judge the move until we see, you know, it being played. He had a great season, but – in, if I'm putting myself in their position, they're going to address the defensive line position and they need another pass rusher. Ebukam can come in, here he is um, on certain downs and, and and they have other guys, Jordan Willis, all those guys who can kind of just like fill in here and there. But Ebukady fills in with that D4 role that, would, that made that defense so dominant in 2019. That's where I feel like they're just going to try to just gravitate to. But again, I think we all agree. At 61, Ebba Katie's not going to be there. He's just like not going
1: to be there. I like it. And I will say this when Jason and I start our first boy band, uh, pressure over coverage <laughs> will be our first single, just so you know. So, uh,
2: Solid. Get that
1: ready for you. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, can we see the interior offensive linemen, namely centers? Absolutely. But I know everybody kind of marks that weird. So we can bounce back a little. Lindstrom's there. Jurgen's there. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, go over Sean Ryan's there. I like Sean Ryan out of UCLA. Uh, he played left tackle for him. I mean, the guy was awesome. Not sure about the center thing. I'm going to stay away from that. He's a little big. I like Cole strange. So I, I immediately, I like Donovan West there. Here's what it, my thinking is. Uh, I'm going to discount the interior offensive lineman at this point because a stud didn't fall. And I know that they're going to like th- This one's going to have some other guys in there, but I'm going to wait on the interior offensive line. I saw a lot of guys at wide receiver. I want to focus this pick on wide receiver. Uh, I don't know. Are we doing polls? What, what's happening here? Hey, what's the process? No, we'll you've know no, no, no you got it, no polls.
2: It's, it's right. going to be you, but hold, hold, hold on a second. Here's a question. Ant, is there a receiver on here that, that you're thinking is a better yeah. fit than potentially Watson? You, or
0: You already know where I was going to go. It's, it's it's John Mechie. I love John Mechie. It's true. I love John yes. Mechie. So I would I would instantly go, gravitate towards John Mechie. I think he would fit. Uh, what the Fourniers are trying to do. I have often thought they needed somebody to stretch the field. That's not what Mechie would do overall. I just think he would fit the makeup of what they want to do with the addition of Ray Ray McLeod and all that. So he's somebody that jumped off, but there's other players right there that are available too. Like I love David Bell as well. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against any of those guys. So I think this is actually a, a nice spot for a wide receiver.
1: All right. So I'm going wide receiver. Now let me just I have to preface this. So the hate mail that comes to my house is just <laughs> correct. You know what I'm saying? Again, if if I was I would go – this is the order I would go if this was the actual board. I would go Ebicady one. I would go Christian Watson two. I do not believe either one of those two guys are available, so I'm discounting those to give a little bit more of a realistic option. And some people are going to say, well, this isn't a realistic option either. But there is a wide receiver there that I am going to take, and it is not Mechie, even though I love him. This guy led the entire NCAA in missed tackles for he is elusive to the point that whatever, like he fits exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants. Sky Moore, wide receiver, oh, Western hey. Michigan. Okay. I love this kid. I absolutely love what he brings. Whether it's contested catches, whether it's route running, which him and Brandon Ayuk would be battling week one for best route runner on the team. And I think the reason why I put such a premium on wide receiver, also Kyle does, I think it's nine out of the first 40 picks that this front office has had is all wide receivers. And that doesn't even count the Emmanuel Sanders trade. So (laughs) Kyle Shaddae loves him some wide receivers and he still doesn't have the depth that he wants. If I you or Debo for some reason have something go wrong, I get a little worried. And so make Trey comfortable. We don't want to throw to Travis Benjamin any longer and so this would be a positive. Travis Benjamin's incredible. He had his time. I think it's just time to get him some quality. Jason shaking his head at me. No, Come I'm just man. I'm shaking my head Come because, on, you man. know,
3: Travis, you know, Travis Benjamin just heard what you said. Like, he
1: tweets me. Well, here's what's great. Travis Benjamin retweets me and subtweets me and then deletes it a day later, which I, I might leave it up there, man. Like. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would have never. I never said anything bad about him until he started tweeting at me. And then I'm like, all right,
3: that's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I, I think it was I something you, along TV. the lines of, like, why is he here? Like, those things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that came after. He started it. Okay. okay. He started it. I, lo- I, I like that guy. I, I, I said something positive about him once. Um, Sky Moore. I want
2: Sky Moore. Sky Moore. There it is. All right. So Sky Moore is going to be the pick there. Uh, I like that there. Not a not a bad option. There really wasn't a lot of uh, terrible options there for for us. There was a lot of uh, good players, solid players, and I think uh, a lot of guys. I know I know Jason's like sitting there going, guys, no, these these dudes are not going to be here. What is happening here? What are, what are we doing, PFN? What are we doing? Uh, so look though, John, you just made the pick. Sky Moore is the selection. Christian Watson just went off the board don't, to don't the Chiefs. So don't think look at that. Think ridiculous earlier, right? Christian
3: Watson. Christian Watson's going at thirty, at least yeah. the latest by the time the Chiefs are back. I would love to have him though. I would love yes. to have
2: him. Yeah. Oh, and don't disagree there at all. Uh, so look, gentlemen, Mr. Aponte, roles are reversed. You're now Uh-oh. the GM in control. It is Uh-oh. going to be on you here for pick. Can I, three. can
3: I get a few seconds so I can get a little drunk and send some drug tweets for a quick or whatever? Why not? You guys like it a juice? Is that, is that <laughs> what we're <you're> doing? <laughs> that's
2: what we're looking for. That's, that's, what, that's exactly on. what we're looking for. <laughs>
3: Petrie, if Petrie's Petrie. still on the board by the time we get back there i just he I, just, I, I, I'm, he just he got right, yeah. he, just, he, he just, just got taken he just he just got taken keep going <laughs> john match's <Metz, he's laughs> gone he's gone it's
2: true all right it's we're true.
3: at 93 we are yeah. at
2: 93 now there are two trade offers here i'm just mm-hmm. gonna lay them out for you uh one of cool. them is the Rams which mm-hmm. we're just not gonna no. do that's just off get him out table. of
3: here get him out of here
2: yeah that's that's just off the table they don't get to mm-hmm. trade back in and uh be doing involved in things the other one is the Washington football team mm-hmm
3: or oh, the commanders? What what what, the, what are what are the commanders commanding?
2: Uh the command they're gonna commanding not anything great. Uh it's pick ninety three and pick two sixty two. So they want Mr. Irrelevant. They're gonna give us pick one thirteen and a fourth round pick in twenty twenty
3: three. Oh. Kick them out, man. No thank you. I love
2: it. All right, we're good. We're good then. We're good. We're out of that situation there. And here's the board. Here's the best available. This is what we got up here now. <sighs> So uh, I let's might get have to made a mistake. I might
3: have made a mistake. Khalil Shakir, you see Khalil Shakir I sitting might here have made right a now mistake. at this point.
1: Okay. I'm, why? why what, what? What are you saying, John? I'm just saying there's a lot of wide receiver depth, and I think there this are. Is one of the things That's why I wouldn't know.
3: That's why I wouldn't have went there in that and, and, and again we're just disagreeing friendly like like yeah this whatever owner
1: I, you're supposed to have your gms back
3: and <laughs> hey man no man we throw you under the bus like that's what jed york <laughs> does man it's just like are you trying to win with class or are you trying to win like uh, come on man like let's get on no I felt no, it. no i felt it no no but that's the thing is that i felt like this uh wide receiver market was very saturated and in terms of there's a lot of great players here and when you look at a Khalil Shakir at this point, it's it's really actually crazy when you think about that, because I think that he fits the 49ers mold, all those things. And again, the 49ers are going to address the wide receiver position in this draft. Like, let's not uh, let's not sugarcoat things, because right as of right now, as of right now, they only have three wide receivers under contract. Brendan Ayuk, Debo Samuel and Ray Ray McLeod. Now, Juwan Jennings still hasn't signed his tender. I fully expect him to be back. But now you're talking about four. And now you have to find a way. Again, when John talks about if somebody gets injured, you're in a bad spot. You're in a very bad spot. So, again, it's all about finding all of those fits and things like that. So there's plenty of wide receivers to be had here. It's not a bad pick with John. It's just, again, uh, it just I would have waited just a little bit longer, in my opinion. That's all. That's all. What do we have as best player available right now?
2: So, best pillar available is Sam Williams out of uh, Mississippi. The edge rusher out of Mississippi. He's still on the board. After no way he Greg makes it that I agree with you on that.
1: Uh, he's got that sexual assault thing Oh, that's right. There is that.
2: There is the off-the-field thing. So, that but is yeah, possible.
1: F- Film-wise, I agree. Film-wise,
2: yeah. I agree. Uh, Greg Dulcich out of tight end of the UCLA. Alec Lindstrom, the center out of Boston College. Nicholas Petit-Ferrer uh, out of Ohio State. Kirby Joseph, safety out of Illinois. Justin Ross out of Clemson. Verone McKinley. Caleb Ebe, uh, Ellaby. Excuse me there. And then we have uh, Calvin Austin III, Isaiah Thomas, Edge of Oklahoma, uh, Channing Tyndale, uh, Matt Willetzko, Off of Tackle, North Dakota, Tyler Beatty, Jake Ferguson, Cade Otten, uh, Eric Uzukanma, Bailey Zappi, James Cook, Darian Kennard, and then we start getting further and further down.
1: So we look, both, I we both made it. the same face at the same time.
3: I could get everybody <laughs> mad right now and take Do James it. Cook. It's I could get everybody podcast, mad and just a take. take. And no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is true it isn't your podcast but there's no way you should be taking a running back here in the third uh, you guys know better than this no no, no we do this. We they're do, not gonna but do it again
3: i know for a fact that kyle shanahan watched james cook's tape and was just like oh my god can we like find a way to get our hands but look we're in the interest of keeping it where the board lays and things like that look you guys are right williams has those things but we're gonna pick the best player on the board right now. And if he slides to this position, then I would expect the 49ers to have done their due diligence. But I will tell you this: if he slid this far and the 49ers pass on them, it's because they've done their due diligence and because they care more about players and what they what they have going on, right? Like I think they got burned after the Ruben Foster thing. That's somebody that they wanted super bad, right? So literally in the same draft, you have the parallels of the one guy that you know is not going to be a problem, Solomon Thomas, ever. And then you took a chance and you, you, you swung on Ruben Foster, who ended up being a problem. So how much has that really shaped the way the 49ers really look at some of these guys, right? A like and, and the interview process. And exactly. I agree. And the one thing that I think I learned at the combine when we were talking about evaluating players is the human factor. The one thing you can't really scout. OK, you can scout measurables, how fast they are, how high they jump, how look, how they look on tape. But what are what's the human quality and how much do you put in stock of that? And I think the 49ers really do put a huge stock in that because they don't want to have guys who are going to be um, in problems off the field. And if you are, you're out of here. But at the same time, how much of that should really go into what you're doing? If the player can develop, if you feel like the player can help you. So that's the dichotomy the 49ers have. Let's just say right now, and this is, again, it's not my podcast, but we're going to do best player available. If Sam Williams is there, that's it. You take him right now, and you take him immediately. So you've addressed the wide receiver position with a great prospect that that John has had, but now you've got Williams here, which I don't believe that he'll fall. From everything that the NFL has told me in the last few years in terms of the way that they look at off the field stuff, I don't think he's going to fall that far. Maybe some teams will pass on him because they don't want the headache. But I, I kind of noticed the way that the NFL owners and the, and the teams are, right? Like, look, Deshaun Watson got paid. You know why? He's a great player. Do we know what's going on off the field? Yeah. No. Does that look sketchy? Yes. But you take a chance on guys like that, right? Because it's a high reward, right? And you feel like, as an organization, you can always rein those guys in. At the same time,
0: hey, yo. if we're
3: just talking about straight-up on-the-field tape stuff because we can't quantify all that stuff, I haven't had the chance to talk to Sam Williams. I don't know what the hell his story is. I don't know what's going on. But if we're talking about fit and all that stuff, this really makes this pick easy for me because Sam Williams is way underdrafted at this point. 4.4640 uh, at
1: 260 pounds. No, under. not going to happen. Not
3: going to happen. Wait, is so that good? I, Yeah. 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 so i'll take sam williams here and i will take it with the easiest answer and i will give you the that's the cop out answer because he's up there and that's just if he does fall to this team i think that even if they had concerns with what's going on off the field you still have to swing on that pick and you still have to try to see if you can develop that stuff so i'll take sam williams here
2: okay It's uh, fair. And do
0: you want to try to make a pitch anywhere else? Uh, no, because uh, he's right. I mean, at this point, he's a, he's a really good player. And as long as you believe that he loves football, and you're not too worried about the off-the-field issues. And like he said, we're not involved in the actual interview process. So if the 49ers signed off on it, at this point, with all the things they've learned through the Reuben Foster situation and all that, um, this would be a, an absolute slam-dunk move. You address Edge early, which I believed you had to. um, And you already got a dynamic receiver with your first pick. So it's kind of checking the boxes on what the 49ers not only need to do, but usually do.
2: Very fair. Very fair. So Sam Williams is the guy. Mr. Aponte, you've got your gentleman. You've got your gentleman. And now we've hit wide receiver and we have hit edge. And now we can flip things back over to Mr. Chapman. Can
1: can we not jump forward? I want to look at the board. I might want to trade up here. Okay. Yeah, am, I okay. okay. am I too late? Am okay. I like too Absol- no, no, late? Like no, no,
2: no, no, no. We might, we might be able to. So is there a guy specifically that you're targeting here?
1: There is. But before I do so, can you look at defense and the corners that are available?
2: Absolutely. Because can if not, me, I, I want to jump up here. It. Okay. So let's get to it here. Defense and corners are available. You got Mario Goodrich. You got Zion, Zion McCollum, Elante Taylor, Michael Wright, uh, Damari uh, Mathis, Tariq Castro Fields, uh, Caleb Evans marcus jones uh, sitting there at 185 as well um and we got pick 105
1: yeah I, let, let's roll it forward let's roll it forward i don't want to jump up yeah, here we'll, but uh if this, right, this guy's still forward, there then. i've got a couple options okay. out. i feel a little better you know what i mean and, and i love this part of the draft because not only do you only have to wait about 12 picks to go it, this is the end of day two so if somebody wants to jump up you know, I, I love having picks at the end of days and at the start of days because it's just a little bit more traffic there and John Lynch loves to trade around. So, I bet so yeah, does. we'll see what goes here. We'll this
3: see. is why I'm the Let's, owner yeah, and Tyler... I allow John Chapman uh, to to go ahead and run the team. Dude, <laughs> it's, guy, it's, that's
2: fair what, here. Man, I mean, it's, what, it's, it's fair. Uh, we got awesome. Alec Lynch going at 100. Zion McCollum going ah, at 101. You I'm wanted Lynch.
1: That's who I wanted, man. Perfect fit. Yeah. Perfect fit.
2: He, he is a good fit guy there. Uh, then we got Tyler Batty going. Nicholas Pate- Ferrer, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a trade offer and trade it's request. absolute hot garbage. It's it's absolute hot garbage. Uh, just I'm just gonna reject this thing I just, unless like, unless up the whole unless, thing. And... John, unless you want pick 147, pick 148, and pick 150 from from Chicago for pick 105 and pick 262.
1: Unless we're gonna do a four and a half hour podcast, I'm gonna reject that. <laughs> solid,
2: well absolutely played, yeah. solid gming right there. Uh, Caleb Ely just went off of the board. And now uh, let's look at best available. Uh, I know you had mentioned cornerbacks. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of pretty good options here. Uh, look, if, if we're gonna go a guy here, a, a guy that can do a lot of different things. Uh, my, my feeling is, if we're gonna be going after somebody, I mean, I guess I'm assuming, right? We're looking for a slot guy here, looking yes, for a guy that could potentially correct. play slot. That, that that's what correct. we're looking for. There's there's some good choices on this board right now. I really really do like Marcus Jones out of Houston. I know he's at that 185 spot. We're picking at 105. That's on PFN. There's a lot of places that have this guy a little bit all over the place, going in different spots. I don't know how you guys feel about him. I think he's got flexibility, can play inside and out. I do have some questions about top-end speed and fluidity and things of that nature, but I think this is a guy who is going to come in maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, and is there any guy that you're thinking here that they should be looking at?
0: Oh, you already know I'm looking offensive line at this point. Dylan Ooh. Parham would be somebody that I would be very much interested in at this pick but I would not be against Marcus Jones either. However, I just think you you had Alec Lindstrom. That was the that was the guy. That was the bang-up choice. He's off the board. So if you're thinking interior offensive line, you're talking Donovan West now, Dylan Parham. Those guys are, are interesting guys, but you want to make sure you lock them up because they will not be on the board in a realistic draft unlike this board. Um, so they're not going to be that low. So getting one of those guys now is an issue, but nickel corner, you still look at it and you're just like, okay, that is a glaring hole. The 49ers need to... Phil, so I would probably go interior offensive line, but I do understand the the need to look for a a nickel guy at this point.
2: Jason, what are you feeling right now? What what, what route would you want us to, want us to be going, or want John to be going with this pick?
3: Look, I'm Cole Strange Hive, and only and, and not because the 49ers asked him in Mobile to play center so they could show the flexibility he has the guard experience. Realistically, I'm in for him and the names that we could use for him cold strange and the blocking (laughs) of madness uh doctor strange and the multiverse of blocking it it, it just writes itself (laughs) more than anything and i think that when you're getting down to certain things and you want to figure out hey let's split this down and what's the deciding factor Nicknames have to be a part of this at this point, right? No, 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 seriously. I love Cole Strange. Um, I think that if you guys ever heard him speak, he speaks about the outside zone and he knows it very well. He's a versatile guy. You know how the 49ers love their versatile guys, right? Like if you're coming in here as offensive line, you're not coming in because you can only play one solid position. They believe that you can play other positions. I think that Cole Strange is one of those guys. I feel like we've addressed a lot of the good spots there. Coast Range is one of those guys, but there are a lot of really great offensive linemen still available on the yeah. board. And I think that that's where this, this pick would be leading itself if this draft board leaned this way.
1: Yeah. James Cook's still there too. Um, yeah. And so like, they, and so, okay, here's the question that goes in my mind. Do you go after best available player? Because I, I think there's an answer for that. For me personally, right now, I think the best available player on the board is James Cook. I think he is the best available player. However, however, this is Kyle Shanahan we're talking. And we've got a lot of running backs. I think he going to target a running back later in the draft. We've got youth, all those things. I, again, my two questions, what makes Trey Lance more comfortable? And then, or can I get an immediate starter? Because I think any of these guys that you draft in the interior offensive line, probably not going to start week one. We never saw Aaron Bakes. We saw Bakes for, or, um, we, we Oh, goodness. Help me out. Not Banks. Jalen Moore for one game, Manima. and then he got beat out. Like, if we draft an interior offensive lineman, they're probably going to sit. So I'm going to kind of curve a little bit here. I'm going slot corner, and I'm going my man Marcus Jones. I love this guy. I love this guy's attitude. I love what he brings to the table. I think he fits perfectly, exactly like a, a you know, K-1 Williams Puppy that you put in there, right? He's small, but he's feisty, amazing tackler. I really like this guy upside in the return game as well. And to get him at this spot, here's how much I like Marcus Jones. If we took him at 61, I'd be like, that's a reach, but that's okay. Um, so I, I'm going Marcus Jones here, cornerback out of Houston. I like
2: and I it. think he it's might fall to choice. this
1: spot because of metrics. He is small. He is only a slot guy, even though he played outside. I, I he's He's feisty, man. I like this guy a lot.
2: His, his best film, too, was in the slot. I, everything that I watched of him, when he when he lined up inside is where I thought he, he, he looked like the best version of himself. And, and
1: you did miss a super
0: chat from Tommy Huxley. We oh, can't Did, miss, he, ca- did the, he call us butt cheekers? He did call us butt cheekers. Oh, there you beautiful.
2: go. Absolutely glorious, Tommy. Hey, Tommy, good to see you in chat, my guy. Absolutely glorious. And Marcus Jones is the pick. So pick 105. It is done. Mr. Chapman, Man. you have taken your slot corner. We've now addressed a lot of different things. If you're the San Francisco 49ers Love it. wide receiver Sky Moore, Sam Williams on the edge, yeah. Marcus Jones there at the cornerback spot, Mr. Ponte, it's going to be flipping back to you, sir. It's going to be flipping back to you. You're going to be making or be involved and in charge of who we go with next and who the next gentleman is. Um, again, Niners, not on the board again until 1-34. So we got a little bit of time. A little bit of time here. He's we'll going punter.
1: Spoiler alert.
3: For, yeah, punter. I was about to say, first of all, first of all, 49ers, you're welcome with what you've gotten. And second of all, Matt Ariza is the pick immediately. And when you bring Matt Ariza in, you don't cut Mitch Wisnowski. You let him sit for a year so he can learn. And when, when he learns, that's when you make a move off of Mitch Wisnowski. Sorry, there guys. You go. I can't oh, resist. Then,
0: why are we even doing this? Just I, get right I to can't, the pick. I think that's I can't the most thing I've heard so far.
3: I can't resist. I can't resist that joke. It's always going to be there in in any time. But lines, look, man. but look, let me let me bring some truth to that pick, right? The 49ers have DJ Jones walk away. They had Javon King to slot in the spot the 49ers that Lakin Tomlinson walk, they have Aaron Banks to slot in it, right? Like, and it's not them sitting for a year. That's not the the plan or anything like that, but it is them thinking ahead. The only other team that I can really find that really has that sort of philosophy is the Ravens. They'll lose a guy and they'll have a guy that they at least feel ready. Now, is he going to be ready? They don't know that, but they do have a guy, they have a separate plan. So the 49ers have thought in that way. So while I make jokes about Trey Lance not starting and being the quarterback. Like there is a precedent for the 49ers to be doing things like that. So that's that's you know, that's really the joke that I'm making more than anything. And I'm not trying to really like, you know, you know, get people upset or anything like that. Like, you know, at the same time, we're still having fun. At the same time, Matt if he's there, it's a steal because he's booming them hosts, as Eric Crocker says, um, 70 yards <laughs> down the field, man. And and, and 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 I mean, what I mean, look, you're only as good as your punter. That's it. And for you guys who tell me that hits are important, I need a guy who's going to put guys on the one every single time. Because if you're going to draft a punter, he better be putting them on the one every single time because there's no reason to do that. Sorry. You know what makes me
1: happy right now is that there might be a couple listeners that don't know how sarcastic you are right now. Oh, I'm super sarcastic. They have no
2: clue. They have no clue how sarcastic you are right now. Like
1: no other. So, like, I just love that somebody's like, ooh, this guy really likes kickers. Like, that is happening right now. And it makes me happy. Here's the
3: thing, John. Here's the thing, John. (laughs) i despise the positions and i've gotten away from despising the people who play those positions because robbie gold shut me all the way up and he's a goat so he gets a like <laughs> I, I, that's it i i, I completely apologize <laughs> to robbie gold he gets everything he can do whatever. matter of fact retire his number put it up in the rafters at this point like yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about the position itself it shouldn't be overvalued and we have a trade on the board it looks like
2: we did but it was uh, another one that was a bunch of hot garbage. it was like 40 picks away, and and, and then a, a, a 200 pick. It was great. It was absolutely okay. glorious. So, first and foremost here, Jason, Cole Strange what are you thinking? Went.
3: Cole Strange just went at 131.
2: <sighs> pain. That's pain right yes. there. That's pain. You should have been That's on pain.
1: the phone instead of ranting about a
3: punter. <laughs> and see? And see? This is why you don't let the owner get involved in any of these things, because the owner, Gosh, like me, would matter. be like – I would be like, what did you do when you drafted Mitch Wosnowski? Dude, you could have traded up. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like that, that's the, why you pass this on to the other people. But yeah, I mean <laughs> Cold Strange going there uh three spots before. It hurts. Three spots hurts. before. It that's hurts. some awesome. That's, that's awesome pain.
1: players available.
3: Yeah, there are. Absolutely. So um, I, I would want you to show me interior O-line at this point. I'm gonna be boring, I really am. Um so we've got, oh, man, I mean, I, yeah. I feel like this is easy, and there's no way he's on the board at this point. Like, for me, John's doing this the right way. He's telling you this guy's not going to be on the board. This is exactly what I would do at this point. Me, I'm just going to take the board as what it is, <laughs> and I'm going to take the easy right out. I mean, Cam Jurgens being here yeah. at this point would be an absolute steal, and this is exactly what the 49ers would be looking at. If this was the scenario – John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and Jed York will be fighting each other, trying to run this up to the table, like, and trying to pass up the note. Like they, like they would be on the clock for maybe 10 seconds before they send this away. And there are things that the 49ers need to address, but I think Jergens is too good to pass up here. I don't even really want to give too much in terms of like speaking about this because it just, it, it's too perfect. I think, I think Jergens works here. And I think this is the exact, like right now, what 49ers fans are getting from this is, yeah, you're getting some insight into ter- in terms of like who we like and things like that. But if you're looking at this draft, this right now is a dream all the way through. This is your dream, 49ers fans, as much as you want other draft crushes and you want other guys, you're addressing all of these positions with yeah. premium players and, and guys who can step in right away. And again, this has to do with the simulator. This has to do with the way the draft board is falling. That's fine. But at the same time, this would be an absolute dream scenario. I'm not going to say no more. Cam Jurgens is the pick, and this is like easy. And the 49ers are ready to represent the NFC in the uh, in, in the Super Bowl, uh, based on Ooh, other oh, things they can oh. do. And no, best based on other things they can do in free agency, and based right. on what they're doing right now in the draft. I, I really don't right. think that if you if you let the 49ers walk away with this draft hall, knowing that they can still make these moves later on, it's really going to be a disgusting. A comparison because the Packers have taken a step back. The Bucks are whatever they are. And I mean the Rams who are who they are and they won a Super Bowl. Sure. Give them all the credit, but the margins are this slim. Like they didn't they're they're not exactly blowing the 49ers out the water. The 49ers are doing a great job of the way that they're building their team in terms of never really giving up picks for free agents. And the Rams are doing the way that they are, which is giving up their picks for free agents. But the 49ers have done a great job building from the inside in. They're going to continue this. Camp Juggins is the pick. And the Rams, you're on the clock and you're on the notice now at this point.
2: <laughs> oh, right.
3: oh, like oh, it.
0: okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, one thing I would like to throw at you guys and, and and see what you guys think about this is Kyle Shanahan's belief in a rookie center or somebody that can develop. We've seen him come in, he signs Weston Richburg, and then eventually they bring in Alex Mack. Do we think that they would go a center in the draft to develop behind Alex Mack, or would they go the veteran route the next year? Um, that's just something I'm always taking into consideration. Now, I do really like uh, the pick that you just made. That is fantastic. Juergens is awesome. But would, he, would the 49ers be willing let- to take a center, or is this a guard pick?
1: Yeah, let me jump in here and, and back up my owner, because that's my job. You have <laughs> Alex Mack coming back. This gives you an opportunity for a (laughs) fourth-round pick, I believe we're at, to have somebody learn and step in. If it doesn't pan out, then guess what? Next offseason, you spend up and you bring somebody in a free agent. But this lets you in-house see, it again, Shanahan red shirts, everybody. Um, And so, yeah, let it develop. And if it doesn't work out, it's a fourth round. You got an extra guy in the middle. No big deal. Uh, Those (laughs) dart throws, nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, you're right. The only interior offensive lineman that they have picked since they arrived here, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, was Aaron Banks? That's the only one. Yeah. Uh, and in the for, first like few picks, first. Few and nights. the
3: other thing, and the other thing that I'll say is, is Daniel Brunskill will probably be on this roster, right? Nobody's gonna give up a pick to sign Daniel Brunskill at this point because they put the tender on him. Daniel Brunskill can play center and if you give him an entire offseason and you want to run that way and you want to move in that direction or if you want to play somebody else in that position they can't now we all believe that Alex Mack is going to be there I think that Daniel Runskill isn't as good as Alex Mack but you can have him step in there he's that versatile the 49ers love their versatility when it comes to offensive linemen you're not here to just play one position you're here to move around so that's the thing you take a shot on Jurgens. if worst case scenario let's say Alex Mack comes back from his honeymoon and says you know what man I like the married life I want to." stay home and that's all okay well you didn't address it when you had the chance coach Strange would have been the perfect person i believe to be in that position but you know what you lost them three picks out but the 49ers would be able to at least play somebody on this roster who has had some success or some sort of experience playing center and that would be daniel brunskill and you could still take a swing on cam Jurgens and have that high upside guy
2: so here's my the only thing before we finalize this thing so I'm, you're pretty dead set i don't think anyone's swaying you on this But yeah, the reason why I want to bring it up and and kind of piggyback off what you had said, Ant, was because it's not just, you know, the idea of them usually going after veteran centers, but like you just talked about, Jason, versatility on the O-line, guys who can do multiple things. Would this make Donovan West here maybe the more logical pick, a guy who's played guard and center at both spots and is interchangeable in that sort of way? Do you like that pick more, or is it for you specifically hedging your bets and showing up against Alex Mack not being available this year or potentially even not being available next year?
3: Yeah, I, I think that it's more about what I can project and what I kind of know. And I know Jurgens is the baller. And I know that he can step right into that spot and play well. And and that versatility is something that isn't given, And it's not something that can automatically be said, hey, you can do that. Like for the same people that tell you that somebody who played left tackle their entire time can flip to right tackle and play. No, completely two different things at this point. Yep. So yes, you would love that versatility. You would. Again, if Cole Strange was here, I would take Cole Strange over Jerkins, And that's, that's, a, that's a controversial opinion because I'm literally telling you in one breath that I would take the guy with the versatility over the short bet, but I'm not going to take the versatility over this short bet, which is Jurgen's at this point.
1: And especially when centers a more premium position than guard. And I would argue, and, and this is probably your question. I'll pose this to you. If you can play center, you can play guard. But if you can play guard, that doesn't mean you can play center. Would you agree with that?
0: Uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, all the way. I, I believe that. I just seen a tendency. And we know how Kyle Shanahan values these guys. Left tackle first, then right tackle center, and then the guards. The guards are definitely lesser value. So taking a center over guard makes a ton of sense. But just the way that they've drafted before, it's been all tackles, yeah. and they all play other positions. Besides Banks, who is the outlier, which I know I didn't see coming.
1: Nobody did. Nobody. Did. Banks Nobody. was shocked. Somebody took me that <laughs> early. What? <laughs> it was that that meme. Oh my meme. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's true. I like Banks. Though. Right. I do like Banks. I hope it works <clears>
0: that. Hey, it's, it's and, and I like Jurgen's nastiness. Like that's going to be a fun watch for the for Forty fans that like watching interior offensive line. Very accurate.
1: All right, can we pause the clock, my friend? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I want to trade up. I want it. J- I want to trade uh, up.
0: Here's what, what wanna I want to offer.
1: Here's I I I want to I want I want this pick right here, okay? But I don't want to make too aggressive of an offer, but I want to put this offer out there and I want to see what you're going to say. Next year the 49ers have 11 picks currently. Might get knocked down to 10 uh, with the compensation picks, uh but whatever. I want to offer our 5th round pick number 172. And one of our compensation six-round picks, we have 220, 221 back-to-back. And I, I want to see where that will get us. I'm also comfortable, th- this is how much I want to move up now, offering a 2023 six-rounder. So a three-for-one trade. That's like So our fifth, our last six this year, which we got compensation pick. Thank you, I think, Solomon Thomas. That um, I, I felt weird saying. And then um, <laughs> next year's six-round pick that that's what i would like to offer and if they reject it let's skip down about 10 picks and offer it again if that's okay is that, are we okay so you want to do offer
2: that? it at, you want to offer it at 135
1: yes i i, I don't Ooh, want this yeah. guy cuz i think he's special and i think he's unique there's lots of other guys that we can wait on but i want somebody that i have something in mind for and i don't <laughs> okay, so want to spoil it in case you want john
3: doing all this for Matt Ariza is crazy man it really, it really I goes, nuts, man. it's <laughs>
2: absolutely it's bonkers uh, so you want 172 and 220
1: 172, 220, and next year sixth.
2: Yeah, and next year sixth. Does anyone anyone have any disagreements with this? This is a hard no for anybody. No, was it 220 or
0: 221,
1: John? it doesn't matter there's a
0: it doesn't point matter you're going either one' you're like on whatever
1: chart I'll, whatever there one of them's Jason's there. pick anyway so who cares
3: yeah and, and I absolutely hundred percent agree with that and, and and when you start to think about the values like just because the 49ers have been very successful rounds three four and five don't necessarily make those picks valuable yeah. it just means that the 49ers have done a good job there for the most part 70% 80 percent of the time if you're taken in those in those spots. Yeah. You're just a guy. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that. If if John's identified someone that he really thinks is a difference maker here at this point, I I, I really <laughs> don't think that those guys are hanging on trees and they won't be around in the fourth to fifth round. So I, I have no problem with it.
2: Fair. Uh Kansas City declined it. So is there anyone Mothers, else you want me to try well, and look Of trade course, with? of course
1: they
3: did. Jerks.
1: Yeah. Let's let's drop down 10 because I think I want to be realistic and I don't want to take let's drop down about 10 picks and then let's so Denver? let's see if that person's there. Yes, sir.
3: Okay,
0: all right. So we'll wait first. Wait to see the guys. And while we're doing that, we had a super chat come in from uh, Jessica. Says so fun watching you four banter, John and Jason. Thanks for joining the TCC tonight,
3: dude. That is awesome. Thank you guys for having us. And yeah, appreciate you guys for having us, man. Like, uh, you know, it's always good when people want to have you on and and talk about stuff. Like, you know, sometimes you think you're talking into the void. Appreciate you guys.
2: (laughs) Man, no worries. You guys have been killing it. Uh, so there's there's your ten spots. Is your gentleman still there? Is the question.
3: Yes. Yes. Run that
1: trade. Right, run there that trade.
2: Right, well, we're gonna run to this. This might work because the Broncos see.
1: need some picks. Broncos,
3: and the Broncos yeah, and, and the Broncos owe the 49ers because they allowed the 49ers. Well, the 49ers allowed them to move up for their franchise running back, Javante Williams. Yes, I'm not bitter or anything like that. I don't I, I, I never really had accepted. a question Javante Williams. Oh, there you go. go. I love the, the it. one. The we Broncos gave you back because
1: they took Russell Wilson out of our division. I'm cool with True. that too. All right, go to wide receiver, my good friend. And I, I want to talk about this. Yeah, I'm double dipping. 49ers did this last year as well. We had three wide receivers coming into the draft. This better be
3: the guy I'm thinking of.
1: Go to wide receiver, my good friend. I'm going to laugh if okay, he went I like and I missed this. it. I'm going to be upset. Make <laughs> Trey Lance comfortable. I love me some Sky Moore. Oh, man, you're going to get mad at me, Jason. Oh, uh, no. I'm not. It, it's not. I want to make sure he's there. Can, is a wide receiver. Can we pull that up?
2: I have all it up right, right, right now. now. Oh, oh, no, we oh, can only see it
1: around. I hope he's gone hey, just so hey. like I can get all the hate mail right there at the top of the board, baby. Right there. I want four, two, three speed. I want 6 2. I want Tyquan Thornton. This is going to be the perfect fit for Trey Lance. We got the elusive wide receiver Sky Moore. Now we got Tyquan Thornton. Guess what? We are now stacked at the wide receiver position for our young quarterback, Trey Lance. And I could not be more ecstatic. If we drafted Taquan Thornton in the fourth round, I would be happy because this guy has a clear path to NFL success. And we saw who did Trey Lance have the most compatibility with during training camp in the offseason? Trent you- Shurfield. Oh well, uh, well, well, well yeah. yeah well, too, he yeah. whenever he was with the twos, right? Yeah. yeah. I you definitely whenever he stepped in. But Guess what? sherfield has gone. He's tall, sticks one. He's a burner. This guy's taller. This guy's faster. Oh, my gosh. I, I really want this pair to take place. I feel good about this. I feel really, really good about this. Somebody tell me I'm not crazy or I'm crazy. Tell me I'm crazy. No, no, you're
3: you're you're not crazy. And I'm glad that you mentioned him because I was actually one of the wide receivers, aside from my drive crushes that I actually dug in on. And I got a chance to watch him at Baylor. Um, he was a victim a little bit of his own quarterback play. I thought that he was great in terms of his understanding where his own schemes were and uh, and sitting things down at the right spots. Obviously, when you talk about the speed, he was able to get away from that. My only concerns with Ty Confort, these are these are only two concerns that I really have. One, he needs to put on a little bit more weight. The press coverage thing is going to be something that I'm a little bit hesitant to see if he can beat. But again, when you're talking about where he was slotted in his 49ers team, he wouldn't be the focal point of anybody's defense, and he wouldn't be getting the right guy or, or the best guy. But the other thing is, he had zero drops. And I think that's the part that kind of sways people the wrong way. But I need him to be tougher at the catch point. What I mean is when the ball's up and a guy, a defender, brings his hands through, you need to be able to be tougher and bring those things in. And I think that – but when you're talking about Taekwon, how he fits, where does he fit, and the speed, I think that right now that's a great pick. And I love Taekwon Thornton. I just – I had, those are my main concerns. It's not about speed. It's not about being able to get open and understand the defenses. Cause I think he's great at that. It's about, can you beat yeah. press coverage? And can you make those tough catches because those athletes get better yeah. when you get to the next level. But again, there's going to be many times where Taequann Thornton's on the field to clear things out, like yeah. literally take two guys with him and open guys up. So there's, there's going to be spots for him. And then when that gets to get old, then all of a sudden you have to bring something. Somebody else down and and guard Ayuk and and he'll have his shots. So I love this pick. I think it's a it's a it's a genius move for you uh, here, John.
1: Man, one more thing I do want to say about Taekwon Thornton that I really like. I, I went through every single combine wide receiver and added their height, their arm length, and their vertical to try to determine as close as we can to catch radius. This dude's sixth highest in the entire NFL draft, and so if you add all those things up, that's 143 inches. This dude's getting flat-footed. He's getting up there. I mean, he's he, this dude is a jumper. So I'm still here, jump, guys. Jump ball, all those no things. Worries. He's got he's got all of it. So uh, excited for this guy. I loved it. I'm very, very happy right now.
0: Yeah, and I think when you're talking about what the 49ers need, a tall vertical receiver is what you really needed. That guy that could take the top off. Uh, let Trey use his big arm to stretch the defense. Everyone's been loading the box against Jimmy. Now with Trey, you have to take advantage of that. Marquise Goodwin, <clears throat> Travis Benjamin. You know, this guy right here makes a lot of sense. You go ahead and put him in there. Now he has the height over the other two guys. Um, The things Jason said is right. That that was the things that I was concerned about was the physicalness. Uh, He's going to be able to be stopped with press man coverage. The question is, can you use this guy in the slot? Occasionally, sometimes get him in motion so he doesn't have that defender right there and then get him going vertical or he can take the top off. That'll be big for Debo Samuel and George Kittle operating over the middle of the field.
2: Yeah, and listen, chat, chat, I've been. I took a peek at Chad too, just to see. They're not going to hate this pick at all because they were sitting there going, "You guys, regardless of the realisticness of of Christian Watson, you should have just taken Christian Watson there because of the size <laughs> and the speed and everything else." So look, it, it, realistically, right, agreed with you guys on this in terms of Christian Watson probably not being there at sixty-one. If you want Christian Watson, you're going to have to move up.
0: And, and one chat thing, and and uh, John, let's let's let you uh, answer this. Is David Campbell said, doesn't sound like a very good blocker, though. Yeah,
1: he's, he's got some work cool. there. there. There's no problem about that. Uh, he, he's Yeah. And again, we, we got this guy. What round are we in? The fifth round, right? right. So when, whenever Accurate. you get to this point, there's questions that you ask in the scouting room or in the coaching room. And so whenever like coaches are sitting down trying to personnel out, okay, what do we do with this guy? At some point, you get to the question of, and you always have a coach say this, don't tell me what he can't do. Tell me what he can do. How can this guy help us? And that's a very clear path, very clear path. Speed, downfield, jump ball. That's what he can do. Okay, blocking? Well, guess what? This dude's big. He's tall. He's got length. He's got arms. We, we, we got to coach him up. We got we to get him there. And so yep. this isn't somebody that's pushing for starting snaps anyway. Uh, he's going to have a very clear, Agreed. defined role early, and that's going to have to grow.
3: One more concern <laughs> that I have, but another positive that I have with Saquon. The concern is sometimes in and out of his breaks, he's just he just needs to be a little bit crisper coming out of. But I will tell you this, in the goal line, towards that red zone, he has a knack for getting himself open. And again, I, I point back to the Baylor game against Oklahoma, in which he had a guy, well, he, he completely baked his guy. Maybe he wasn't as fast out of the break that I would have liked, but he won the route. He was wide open. The Baylor quarterback didn't put it on him. It ends up incomplete. Literally in that same game, they go to the other side and he does it again and he's wide open by like 10 feet and uh, the ball goes up and he scores a touchdown. So while I love what he does in the red zone, my other concern, if I could throw one more concern, on it even though I love this pick, I love this pick is just in and out of his breaks can you be faster can you uh can you uh show the same right like bounce right okay like can you not telegraph that like uh, uh, another route is going another way so in the same way that i love this and especially where you're getting taekwondo and you cannot beat this at all so I, it's just those are one of the concerns but again when you're looking at the draft price this is a slam dunk i think in my opinion
2: uh, agreed with you there, and uh, we just had a super chat from Heather nine ninety nine dollars because Aponte is hot. So Jason, appreciate oh. the, the good looks, my guy. Yeah, appreciate the hey, good looks, ooh my ooh. guy. Thanks for bringing the girls to the pod. Uh, yeah. Appreciate that, sir. Appreciate that Hi, in a Heather. big way. Hey, but but look, in a big way here. At the end of the day, you guys aren't wrong on this. Uh there all of the concerns you brought up with with Mr. Thornton there are all accurate. Uh, the release stuff. Getting in and out of breaks that like you talked about was one of my big critiques when we did our right. wide receiver stuff with him. Uh, so I think you guys are spot on on this. And because you're spot on on this, I think this is a very good risk that we're taking here. Mr. Chapman, great trade up. My guy, 145 Tyquan Thornton is the pick. And there it is. It's off the board. It is official. Uh, no more going back Season. I saw a couple people uh, in chat that maybe weren't the happiest with it because they were just like, well, if you were going to do this, why don't you just take Christian Watson earlier? But you know what? It's done. It's 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 been done. Is,
1: let me like say, let, let me say this. And again, this is a legit thing. Like I get the Christian watching thing. I don't think he's going to be there, but the fact that you got a distinct good route runner, that's a yards after the catch guy and basically a Christian Watson light, uh, which is what Taekwon is like, you're getting best of both worlds. So you're getting somebody that's a small shifty, good route runner and all that things with a tall high speed. It's both. Um, so yeah, I, if we could get Christian Washington, that's cool, but man, I would love this pair. If you told me we walked out of this draft with Sky Moore and Tyquan Thornton, I'm telling you right now, man, I have a lot less concerns about Trey Lance, even though I don't have many concerns about Trey Lance. Like he's going to be comfortable. I'm going to keep saying that because I think it's important. Oh, matter rises just went,
3: look at that. Oh my God, man. That's it. It. I, 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 I'm, it. I'm disgusted right now because that was going to be my next pick. But I think what I wanted to piggyback on seriously from John chat was what he's saying is, more is better. Okay. And, and what I'm talking about is everyone agrees that this whole draft process is a crapshoot all across the board. Right. And taking more than one heightens your chances of having one of those guys be the guy. Right. So if you put all your eggs in the basket of of Christian Watts, which Trey Lance, you guys have seen what Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have done. I don't really like that comparison, in my opinion, just because they don't win in the same ways. These guys are completely different. And if you're expecting what Jamar Chase and what Burrow did to be what Trey Lance and Watson would do, I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment. But at the same time, when you double your chances at the position, you have a chance. You have a better chance. And for everybody who tells you the draft is a crapshoot, what's wrong with having more than one uh, option at that spot. And the 49ers have shown a propensity to that. Again, especially when we think about there are really only three wide receivers that the 49ers have on the contract. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Raven McLeod, Juwan Jennings is probably going to be back after that. River Craycraft is not here to save you. Um, Trent is on the Bengals. Um, uh, Richard James is on the Giants. You've got to fill this out. And when you're filling this out now, you're filling it out with guys who have higher upside and more to add to the team, as opposed to guys who just have played the position and, and what, which is what the 49ers have done. There's no Muhammad Sanu coming down the way to play backup quarterback and be your big slot guy, right? Like no and, face uh, in Keyshawn right. Johnson. I hear. And, and, and also, and, and, and also, you know, not that, not that I'm bitter guys or anything like that. Drafting Jalen Hurd over Terry McLaurin is still never going to leave me in a good spot ever in my life. So, you know, sorry, sorry guys. Yeah. I liked her.
2: Uh, That's things. Eh? No, you did. It you like the
3: fit. You like the fit. You like the fit. You like. You like where he was gonna fit in. But I was and wrong. Was just... I was wrong. I was. No, wrong. well, I
2: love her
0: too. So yeah. That one. Oh, we're on pick one,
1: one eight seven at the top of the list. What uh-oh. is oh my up, God. Jason? Twenty
2: seven. So what are, you, what are you thinking here, Jason? What are you feeling? What are you feeling at one eighty seven? With what so we already addressed, addressed,
3: right? So we've addressed. Uh, let's let's look wide back receiver. at our picks. Two wide so receivers. So wide receiver
2: six. 61 Sky Moore, a 93 Sam Williams off the edge, cornerback Marcus Jones in the slot at 105, Cam Jurgens at 134, and then the trade up for Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver out of Baylor. So we got two wide receivers, an edge, a corner, and a center. Let's go another wide receiver.
3: My bad, guys. My bad. My All bad. right. Show me secondary <laughs> and show me tight end. And okay. I'm going to say. Tight end. T- I'm going to say tight end. Not because obviously anyone's going to replace the top one, two guy in the game. We're not talking about that.
2: Okay, but, but we need, but we do need to get depth here. This is a yes. big selling point for me is depth at the wide receiver room because if we can go into this upcoming season with potentially Ross Dwelly or or Charlie Warner not having to be someone that has to get relied on, I'm all for you here. And and if we're gonna go this route, if we're, we're truly truly gonna do this, I like Jalen Wademyer like the receiving option there. I think he's a big body guy. I think he's willing and capable to be able to block out in space. Um this isn't like necessarily my favorite tight end in this entire draft class, but the athleticism and and the stuff that he does on film, there is some positives there. Uh, if you're going to go this route, I feel like this is a good take.
3: No, I do, and I'm just looking. And it's between him basically and Daniel Bellinger also as well too. 6'6", um 255 pounds I like him as well too, but I do want to look at uh yeah corner let's yeah I mean at this point right like we're looking let me just see who's on. all right I know who I want to pick I know I want to pick Kalen Barnes from Baylor and us, I think that that that's a beautiful mm-hmm. pick right there at this point and there is a realistic chance that he would be around in a, around before that and everything as well like I know we talked about PFN and their in their algorithm is a little bit off but Kalen Barnes look no disrespect to Ambry Thomas, no disrespect to D'Amador Lenore. But at this point, the 49ers really have to like load up this depth because while we've seen glimpses with Ambry Thomas and he got much better as he played, that makes a lot of sense, right? Traverius Ward is somebody who they paid money to who's going to be there. If Emmanuel Mosley goes down, when Emmanuel Mosley went down, that was when things a little bit got scary for the 49ers in Seattle, right? Like now you're starting to look at now who are we playing over on these sides. I really like what Barnes does in terms of his physicality and the way that he plays the position. I I, I would like Barnes here because he does have a shot at kicking somebody inside maybe and and, and moving these things around. And then, you know what? Who knows what? You no, know, the 49ers signed Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett's ready to go. Then you start maybe Ward and Verrett on the outside and Emmanuel Moses on the inside. And now you have enormous depth at a place that while we said, and, you know, our first single for being the boy band between me and Chapman is pressure over coverage, but what's wrong with a little bit of depth over on the coverage side? And I I would pick Kalen Barnes here.
0: Uh, With Kalen Barnes, I think you're looking at an elite trait because he has speed. And when you're into this point, I think that's what you're looking for is elite traits that You can develop into something else. If you're talking about skills and being able to play corner right now, play in and play out, he's going to get beat and he's going to get beat um a lot he has the makeup speed to make up for it uh but at this point i think it's great value and as soon as i seen his name on the board i kind of knew that's where you were going i like that way more than i like the tight end in fact i don't like any of those tight ends that were available because i don't think they can make the roster over the four guys that we have currently so if you're not going to upgrade they're a practice squad or they're playing for someone else's team and that's not good for us
3: 100 i think you could have said you said it much better than i could have ever said it more eloquently well, well well, thank you, Jason. I'll take
2: that. <laughs> any any other pitches you want to make, Mr. Chapman? Or are we just taking Caleb? No, Barnes? Like this it. is it.
1: I like it. I like speed. You go for traits, find a way to get these guys late in the draft. That's where we are now, day, day three. And this is where the 49ers have made some big hits because you find some good fits. Uh, whether that's through traits or scheme, you find a way. I, I like this. I like this pick very, very much.
2: Very good indeed. And that's gonna be the pick, gentlemen. Caleb Barnes from Baylor. Off the board and into the arms of San Francisco. Uh John, it's gonna be back to you. And uh, we got a little ways to go here. I Dude. think we're we're down now down, right? down down to two twenty-one.
1: No, we've got we got one more two each. More. One more each. Two more. Yeah,
2: so one more for John and one more for you. We got two twenty, one, two twenty one, excuse me, and two sixty two. Can you pull up yeah, the running back
1: as we're going? Absolutely. Don't pause it. Don't pause it. Just let it keep – I don't know if we got to wait. Just, yeah, let it get down there. My bad. I got excited. I'll let it
2: get down there. Oh, no, no worries. I, like, I can still pull this up at the same time. It can roll in the background. Mr. In Chapman, the
3: background. Mr. Chapman, uh, the pleats on your pants. I'm sorry. I'm just keep saying. Going. I'm just saying. It's the pleat. It's the pleats. The pleats. It's the pleats. the pleats. Don't act like you're not Has impressed.
1: All right. Um, here we go. Now, as we get here – I think this is where we start to look at where the running back position is and the late round running backs get some more depth in there. We talked about James Cook. If he falls, I would love to get that guy. There are two guys, uh, not just one here. So I'm kind of I don't know if I want to pass it off, but Kyle Shanahan loves top 40 times. If you don't take one, I'm taking one. See, I like that. There were only six running backs of the combine that ran sub four, four. This is a very, very fast class. One of those is Ty Chandler who ran a four, three, eight. The other is Isaiah Pacheco who ran a four, three, seven. You are talking serious speed. mostert has gone. That is two perfect fits. Um, me personally, very similar to the rankings here. I believe Ty Chandler is a better fit and a better running back. I'm throwing Ty Chandler out of North Carolina. That's who I want in this sixth round. One of my targets, um, I, again, speed. I don't want speed, man.
0: man it's fair. Wait, I mean, listen, I can't uh, disagree Ty, at all. Not, actually.
2: No, not even a little bit. Cause Ty Chandler is another guy that's on my board. High. I'm um, been, been falling in love with him more and more. The, the more I go through stuff on his film. And uh, no, you're right. I mean, he, he does fit the scheme, the way he runs. I like I like his patience. I like his ability to run both inside and out. Although I think right now he's a better outside runner than he is inside runner. I think he could Green. develop. But you're not asking this guy to come in and take a big load. You're asking him to come in and spell. Uh, and this could be potentially I- I- an upgrade in the room, especially if Trey Sermon elevates. Um, you know, you, you have an upgrade at the room at the back end with Jermichael Hastings, maybe being on the outs.
1: Yep. And that's not a bad place to be. Um, not a bad place to be at all.
2: All right. Well, if everyone's loving it, It's done. There it is. And Mr. Aponte, we have increased so
1: much speed on this team. Whether it's Sky Moore, uh, Sam Williams, Tyquan Thornton, Kalen Barnes, like we have put speed at every single position, and that's not a bad thing.
2: No, not at all.
3: No, and uh, as the owner, I will allow this last (laughs) pick be open to the people because I'm an owner of the people, right? Like like I'm an owner to the the people, like. And, and and this is like, hey, what do you guys think? Because I I know, you know, we, we forced the 49ers not to take Mac Jones, right? Like, we we forced them, right? Like, the fans, like, we had that much power. Like, we forced them <laughs> not to take Mac Jones. But I'm not the owner that Gen York is. I would love to pass this off to whatever the chat is saying in terms of, this is the last pick, right? What's on the board at this point? How many times has Mr. So- Mr. Irrelevant hit? And how many times has he been somebody who's an impact player as an owner of the people? I would love to pass this last pick off to everyone. Let me know what you're thinking. We'll talk about it. Let's see. Um, At this point, tell me what positions you think it is or tell us what positions you think it is and what you think you should be looking at, because let's be Frank. I'm going to be Jason. You guys like, I'm trying to be Frank, but like, let's oh, I, like, let's be Frank, but I'm Jason. Um, It's, This pick doesn't matter. (laughs) And that's why it's named Mr. (laughs) Irrelevant. Like, right? Like, these guys never do anything. And let's just face it. There's no impact players left at this point. So whatever you guys think.
1: I do think this is going to be one of the crushes. Like, the last, like, five years, we've always had that one undrafted free agent that, like, everybody's like, oh, Austin Watson Jr., you know, all that stuff. we, We don't have room for that many guys anymore. So, like, this might be, like, the guy that, especially if it's on offense, everybody's like, all right. Let's go. So, can we see uh, what what's the best available? Right.
2: So here's what we got for best available currently at this point in time. And chat is leaving some some choices right now. I'm seeing quarterback. I know the pick.
1: Seeing, I know my pick. I know my pick. am seeing Connor Hayward. No, I'm you saying, saying Connor Hayward. To the
3: people, yeah. I'm saying con- I'm saying, saying to- Connor Hayward. Look, are you
2: are you gonna flip on the people?
3: I'm biased. I'm biased though. Look, no, no. I just want I just I just want to put this out there. I just want to put this out there as as this is why I I love this guy. I'm biased at the senior bowl. He was the fullback that when I went to training camp last year, I looked at Kyle Juszczyk baking Fred Warner, baking every single person that was in front of him and winning routes. Connor Hayward was that same sort of guy, the flexibility. And you know how much Kyle Shanahan loves his positionless football, especially when it comes to offense, right? Connor Hayward right here as the last pick, this is a guy that I think that is, not just somebody that you're like, oh, whatever, throwing around. I think that can be flexible in play. And I, I was super impressed with the way that he was routing up some of the better coverage guys uh, at the Senior Bowl. And every time that we looked up, I'm like, who's that Michigan State helmet guy? It was Connor Hayward yeah. every time when it came to things like that. So you know what? As a man of the people, I will leave it up to them. My <laughs> vote. My vote is for Connor Hayward. I would love that pick. Absolutely. Even so, though you've he, already picked up, you've already picked up the, the, the option on Kyle Juszczyk, but converted tight end to fullback can, can have that sort of flexibility. And, and, and for everybody in here, did you guys know Kyle Juszczyk used to play quarterback and Kyle Juszczyk went to Harvard. Does anybody know that? Yeah. I mean, cause that was it. something I just found out. I'm just kidding guys. I'm
2: just, I love it. Look, look at the end of the day, at the end of the day, here's the good news, sir. Here's the good news. You want to be a man of the people. You put out Connor Hayward into the ether and I'm seeing a lot of Connor Hayward spam in the chat. Seeing some Connor Haywards from Ken Martin. I'm seeing Connor Hayward from Paul Sanders. I'm seeing Hayward from art, the collector, Uh, a a, a couple of people here going in with Hayward. And here's the best part is right now. The poll is sitting at 32% other and comment. So, The comment that is getting the most love right now is Connor Hayward. So, guess what, Mr. Aponte? The chat agreed with you. Connor Hayward, it is. And there it is, folks. There it is, ladies and gentlemen what a pick the mock uh, the, the, the war room is, is complete we got a nice seven round pick here skymore at 61 sam williams edge from mississippi at 93 105 marcus jones cameron Jurgens at 134 tyquan thornton at 145 the trade up there orchestrated by mr chapman uh Kalen barnes there. the selection of quarterback from mr mr aponte ty chandler at 221 and connor hayward mr irrelevant for san francisco wow
1: i'd be happy with this squad i would be happy with the squad you're welcome 49er fans and raise the lombardi <laughs>
2: for real (laughs) raise Lombardi you are not wrong man you're not wrong hey this was an absolute blast gentlemen absolute blast we cannot thank you enough for coming on and and giving your takes here for for the TCC and you know letting letting us pitch you guys some guys and just conversing this out and getting a feel for you know how how everyone across the spectrum here in, in 49ers land with different content creators how they're feeling about uh just different guys in the draft
1: It was fun, man. And and teams do this. NFL teams do this exact same thing we just did. What if and all those things. And so spend some time as listeners. I know you guys do and tag us, let us know. I love those conversations. Like, what do you think of this and all that stuff, but start to what I would argue is don't fall in love with the players so much that, you know, we pick or other experts pick rather focus on the positions at those and the players available Mm -hmm. at those positions. So if you're wanting to educate yourself to have a better draft experience as a 49ers fan, pay attention to those names that are available. And start doing a little bit of research there, because whenever you watch the draft and it just makes it so much more enjoyable
3: whenever you get those guys that you know about and how they'll fit. 100%. And that's the fun part of this is we're just doing projecting. And I think the best part about this is checking your work later on after a year. Uh, oh, man, look, I love this guy. Where did he end up? I love I didn't like this guy. Well, he was better. And I think that that helps you evaluate players better. And I think that's what people, the hardcore 49er fans and the hardcore football fans love is this draft season thing. And this is why football is a superior product. There is no off season. There is no time where things get, you know, slow or anything like that in your eyes. If you're focused in on these things. And uh, I think this was a fun ass exercise. I had a blast doing this with you guys.
0: Yeah, this was absolutely fun. And, Philip, we'll go ahead and put the results of this on Twitter, so you can go onto our Twitter and check that out. We'll tag everybody so everyone can see the results.
3: You ready?
1: Yeah, but everything's on you. Jay Aponte uh, passed on Christian Watson. Let's get that no. Through. I didn't.
3: What I did was what I did. What I did was what I did was I passed the responsibility off to, like your owner. Said I don't get involved in those things at all, and I was trying to be the people's owner. Goodness gracious, man! No matter what, man. At this point, we're just gonna get cooked for whatever any sort of things yeah. you put out there. And I think that's hey. for any content creator out there. Anyone who's watching. Anyone who does this, and including you guys. You have to know that whenever you put an opinion out there, there's gonna be someone that literally, when you say two plus two equals four, they're gonna go on Twitter and say, You're a moron because two plus two equals five. And and you just have to deal with sort of that, that that sort of stuff. So
1: the first time my grandmother was insulted by a follower was over a mock draft. So like I just, you know, that's just that's where it Well, wow,
0: Grandma's not even off limits. Not I even know, she, off limits. She, she,
3: she should have spent, spent more time watching film. That's on her. Well, yeah. Baker, watch the tape. Rich Madrid. Shout yeah. out to him. Man. Watch the tape.
0: Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, you go. yeah. That, that's been that's fun, fun discourse. If anyone's had a chance to read <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> my Lord, man. Oh, oh, my Lord. Hey, take John, also, take though, a drink pitch, pitch right the draft party. I want everyone to to hear about the draft party. you got got oh. big things going on out there in Vegas. I know yeah, Jason's Bonte, involved man. as well.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, we're throwing – we rented out a club in Mandalay Bay uh, for the NFL draft, which is going to be awesome. Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell coming out. So uh, we're going to be broadcasting the entire time days one and day two and if you want to meet fred warner and eliza mitchell and party in vegas during the draft the whole idea was how do we plan the best draft experience for fans screw money screw everything else let's just create the experience let everything take care of itself uh if you want to do that head over to 49ers rush road trip.com um and you can get your tickets there uh some Go check it out. Uh, I don't know. Jason's gonna be there. If you think he's hot, you you'll get to meet him. He'll be <laughs> drinking, so maybe I got a chance. Uh, he's turned me down like three times in a row, but you know I'm still hot shooting dog. my shots, So it's what it is. Look at this guy. Look, <laughs> hey, hey,
2: look this guy. at this for real. Look look at this guy. You ain't wrong. Well, it's and about, a, Jason... it's, about ahead, man, yeah.
3: it's about business. It's about business and and pleasure and stuff like that. And and, and you know what? Unfortunately, wow. I do enjoy John's company. I just don't see him in that way. That's all.
2: It's it's fair. Look, uh, everyone's got different different flavors and different tastes. No, no,
3: no, don't be. Uh, Don't be because I would hate to lose the relationship that we have over something that I would eventually ruin. With my fair. toxic ass
1: and true, and also, I do this is important. My wife's going to be there this time, so I'm just saying, I'm just such saying. a nice woman, go.
3: too. Also, if you guys want to meet John Chapman's wife, she's like one of the nicest people she in right. the world. She man. all right, yeah. I dare She it. all right, man. And no, no, you know what John sounds like? He sounds like the like, for anybody who's ever seen the other guys, my wife's a big battle axe and a ball and yeah. chain, and like, and Will you get Farrell. to the house, and it's and, and it's Eva Mendez, yeah. like, that's that, that's John Chapman. No,
1: seriously,
2: John, who is this? yeah oh, I, I was
1: i was tagging my uh my podcast on youtube and like suggested tags came up as john chapman's, john chapman's wife. wife john chapman 49ers that. wife and i was like i what saw the that. hell and so like i started doing research it's got a lot of clicks
3: <laughs> like uh all right all right i appreciate that no I disrespect guess. john very nice no, woman I'm that's taking. it nothing I'm nothing taking. like that and everything I'm very taking. beautiful woman you're a very lucky man that's it that's all that's all bro this <laughs> is where the war
1: room went all right <laughs> Here we go. How did we get here? I have yeah. no idea how we got here.
2: <laughs> Mr. Aponte, make sure you before we sign off officially for the night, make sure you plug where everyone can find you and where they can talk to you.
3: Yeah, shout out to you guys for having us on, man. Appreciate that, man. Anytime anybody wants to pick my brain for whatever reason, I I still can't wrap my my mind around why anybody would care what I have to say. But thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. This is an amazing show. Make sure you, if anybody that's here, obviously you're tapped in with these guys, but make sure that you guys are tapped in with them please in anywhere that they're at whether it's twitter youtube any of that stuff as well too make sure you tapped in with john john's one of the nicest guys in his business and one of the most knowledgeable guys in his business man make sure that you guys are tapped in with him as well too for me um you can follow me on twitter jason aponte 2103 that's my uh fake burner account as eric crocker likes to call it all the time because i have numbers on it and everything i just will not change it because ever since crock brought it up that's going to bother him. And I love bothering Croc. That's the best thing I've ever done. And uh, you can follow me on YouTube, Jason Aponte. And uh, Patreon also is where I have some of my NFL draft breakdowns. Uh, that's the one that I did about Taekwondo as well, too. So if you guys want to see some exclusive content um, and it's not feet or anything like that from OnlyFans or anything like that, it's, it's actual <laughs> well, football well, breakdowns and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm just having fun, man. This was a blast, I man. And thank you guys. And, and uh, yeah, that's where you guys can follow me.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm going to take a chance to plug something. We have a draft party going on as well in Northern California. Uh, we're going to be doing it in Galt, California, at the Back Ooh, Alley Brewery. Yeah. If you're around Northern California, and you'd like to come party with us. We're going to have big screen TV set up. We're going to have the have it going the whole time, the whole draft. But also, we're going to have our commentary there, so you can come hang out with us. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So if you're not able to go out to Vegas and you're going to stay around Northern California, come hang out with us.
2: Absolutely, April 29th. It'll be four to eight p.m. and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a blast. Gentlemen, we cannot thank you enough. And for anyone that's a patron or a channel member, or if you want to hear just some of the aftermath and chat with us about what just went down with 49ers War Room, we're going to be going live for our patron and channel members only right after this. So make sure you stay tuned. You can join right now. Hit that join button. Come chat with us about what just went down and what just happened and why it went the way it did. But gentlemen, thank you so, not, so much. We cannot appreciate enough you guys taking the time out to do this with us. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I imagine there'll be some, some more of this in the future, hopefully. Hope so. Hope so. Thanks, for guys. Sure. This is awesome. Appreciate it. All right, guys. I, we appreciate it. And cut back, Crew, until the next one, stay safe. Remember the right way. Is always the, the 49ers 40... way.
1: You
0: subscribed.
2: But are you a channel member? You probably should be. You get extra additional content, Madden gameplays. You get early access to tons of different videos, as well as, uh, as, well as what, what do we call those things again? Oh, that's right. Live membership only live streams. That's right. Only for members. Only for you. You get all of our time in the, not just football, Ant.
0: Yeah, lots of other stuff as well. So go ahead and click the join button right now and join the 49ers Cutback crew.
2: Get some cool emojis also.
0: Oh, yeah, that as well.